At Planet Fitness, you can get down with your judgment-free self. Join for only $1 down, $10 a month, no commitment. Now through January 15th, Planet Fitness has cardio, weights, and locker rooms that sparkle like a glass of New Year's champagne. Only $1 down, $10 a month, no commitment. Now through January 15th, join in-club or online at planetfitness.com. Planet Fitness, the judgment-free zone. Offer expires January 15th. Stop by any of our 15 area locations. Annual membership fee applies. Participating locations only. See club for details. Blog Talk Radio. Entertainment Life on the Sasha Marina Show, a show about the entertainment and music industry, where you get to hear from the top and up-and-coming stars, from amateurs to professionals. They're all just working hard for success. This show is to give those the opportunity to speak about their talents and what they're doing to succeed in their dreams. And now, here's your host, Sasha Marina. Hello, 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 everyone. Thank you so much for tuning in. Today's show, I'll be having a Haitian personality. She's very, very sweet and beautiful. Her name is Mishrita Cornelius, or also known by Miss Fab, F-A-B. Um, 
So with further ado, without further ado, I mean, I'm going to have her in our show, and we're going to have her talking about who is Miss Fab, what does she do, what is her, her campaign, because she has an awesome mother campaign going on. Um, and here she is. Hello, Miss Fab. How are you? Hello, Sasha. How are you? I'm great, and I'm super excited that I finally get to hear your voice and we actually get to talk in person. <laughs> Feeling is mutual. Yes, yes. So, Ms. Sam, can we start off by telling us or telling me and your audience who um, who Ms. Sam is and how you came about, um, I guess, that alias and that just stage name? Sure. Um, before I lost the weight, you know how you always have that feeling that you're supposed to be doing something amazing or whatever you're doing at the moment, it just doesn't feel like that's what you're supposed to be doing. So uh-huh. I always felt fabulous and beautiful, even when I was 245 pounds. I felt beautiful, but I just felt like there should be more. Like I mm-hmm. should be breathing better. I should be you know, looking a little bit better and all these things factored in. But when I lost the weight, I felt fabulous. So I just took on that persona because I was like, I bust my behind. I lost all this weight. This is how I look now. I'm beautiful. I'm sexy. I'm confident. And the appropriate name was definitely Miss Fat. So that's why I chose it. Yes, that is a very appropriate name. So, um, how long, if, if you don't mind us talking about your your weight loss journey, how yes. how long did it take you to, um, you know, get to where you are today? Altogether, and three feel years. With yourself. It took me three years only because when you're losing weight, you always get to this point where you reach a plateau. Mm-hmm. And I kept reaching plateaus. So I would go back and gain weight based on the situation or whatever I was going through, I went back to my comfort zone, which was food. And Mm -hmm. I would gain the weight and whatever drive that I had in me to go back and do it the right way, I just kept going back to that place. I was like, okay, you did it before. You could do it again. Just get your mind together and make it happen. So it took three years altogether, but right now at this moment, I won't be plateauing anymore. (laughs) Oh no! I mean, um, and where you're at, you feel comfortable right now with yourself. I feel comfortable. Um, yes, I'm. And what do you recommend people out there? Because there's a lot of people going out, going through this, or that still go through this, and they feel like you said they try and they try, and they just don't get the results they want. It it gets frustrating, so people give up. Yes, it, it takes a lot of patience because you start to doubt yourself and you start mm-hmm. to wonder, you know. Maybe I got lucky the first time by mm-hmm. making it happen. So it's a lot of doubt, but what helps me is my support system for sure because I have a great support system. And whenever I feel like I can't do it, then I have four people that's telling me, you can do it and go and do it. So support definitely plays a big part, but it definitely starts with you. You have to first believe you could do it in order for it to manifest. And I just kept telling myself, come on, this should be a piece of cake for you. You can do this. So going from 245 to 159 was like, it it was an epic moment for me. It was definitely epic because I wanted to do it. I set a goal and I did it. Okay. Okay, definitely. I congratulate you for that. Thank you so much. 
<laughs> so let's talk more about your campaign and what you're doing at the moment. You're you're the founder of Mommy Makeover Campaign and also a show or or I guess an event or something that's called Girl Talk with Miss Fab. Yeah. Um, and here which you motivate teen girls, you know, and just girls of today. Tell me more about the Mommy Makeover, um, to start off with. The Mommy Makeover campaign definitely came about with my journey because not only did I lose weight, but everything about me changed. I started looking at things a different way, and I just wanted different things in my life because I felt like I was so confident in my own skin at this point that there was nothing I could not do. And the Mommy Makeover campaign really stems from mothers that stay home that are fabulous, that have careers, because, of course, in society there's a stigma. If you stay at home with your babies, you're not doing anything. And that is, like, the hardest, hardest thing to do in life. It's, mm-hmm. it's very hard because elevating your children's minds, that's not something that's, you know, that's, that's not something you could just do with your eyes shut. So there, when I thought about the mommy makeover, I was like, I know women that are authors, that are breastfeeding, that are homeschooling, and this is one person. And when I saw everything that she was doing, her name is Shawnee Sainville of Purse Empowerment, an amazing girl. And I was like, you know, when you stay home with your children, there is so many things that can get done And when you have a woman that's home, a mother or wife or whatever, if she has access and ability, there's nothing that she can't accomplish. So not only was I staying home with my children, elevating their minds, but I was able to go and do whatever I I wanted to do. If there was something that came in my mind that I Mm -hmm. wanted to succeed at, I had access and I had ability because I wasn't stressed out. I I wasn't going to a a nine-to-five and pretty much, oh, I wasn't in a box. Like, I okay. don't want to say it like that, but I didn't want to be in a box. I, I'm like a butterfly. I have to be free. And <laughs> the fact that I could make my own decisions and whatever choice that I make, I can say to myself, okay, this did not work, but this can. So I want to go from state to state, interview mothers that are stay-at-home mothers with careers, because there's so many of us out there, and I would like to interview them so they all can tell every woman out there, hey, it's okay. We could still be mommies, still be fabulous, and still have careers without feeling like we're neglecting something. Mm-hmm. Well, so let's this is definitely my baby. Okay. Well, I know <laughs> a lot of people don't choose to be stay-at-home mothers, but for whatever reason being, maybe in their relationship because maybe the husband just feels that with his income is way better and more comfortable for him, yeah. for them, you know, as a couple. And, and a lot of the, you know, honestly, now that you say that, it's very important because uh, my father, he, you know, my father, when, when my when my little sister was born, he was um, he was a stay-at-home dad. And he, take, he took care and he wow. taught her so much. Yeah. yeah. So I feel, I feel that, um, that you're you're yourself as you you know you're the you the parent raising your own child at home instead of sending him to a daycare. I was the type yes. of baby that my parents were killing themselves, you know, since I was yeah. born. I was raised at the daycare, 
you know, and you see so many things and you don't know who's taking care of your kids and you don't know the, exactly. the, the kid bullies, you know, and you don't know what you're putting your child into because you, a lot of the times kids don't talk. So if something does happen, let's say in yeah, aftercare yeah, exactly. or, you know, or in daycare, they're not going to tell you. And and so, don't and and I and I don't want anyone to get me wrong. It's it's not about saying you know women that don't stay home. There's something wrong with that. There is nothing wrong with that. All I'm saying is in society the stigma that we get is mm-hmm. is kind of is it, not only hurtful but it's insulting because not only are we doing this amazing thing with our children, but we're also conquering in big businesses that we're doing. So just like we, I wouldn't want to say, oh, you work a nine-to-five, so you're neglecting your children. Don't say mm-hmm. women that stay home don't do anything because what we do in a day, it, it doesn't even compare. Like, it's a lot of work. So I just wanted to show women we could do it all because we have the power within us. There is nothing that we can't do, nothing, and I'm a testament of that. Of course. And, I mean, just to back you up, whoever says that stay-at-home woman or a stay-at-home wife doesn't do anything, I think that's the biggest job in the world because you are responsible for holding that house and family together. Exactly. You're responsible for when your husband or whoever gets home, you know, they have to be happy. You have everything ready for him. You have to take care of your children. They have to be in perfect condition and not the same type. Take care of yourself and your hobbies. So, you know, you're holding together that. You would be surprised what attention would do. If you mm-hmm. leave chill children with nothing to do, they're going to get into things. But yeah. if you're there, the questions, I have a teenager, I have a tween, I have a nine-year-old, and I have a five-year-old, and I'm one person, but there's four people that need me, and I have to answer questions, I have to, like, I have to make them feel secure when they feel insecure. There's so many things that they go through, so me being here instead of, you know, coming from work, being stressed out from that, having to do this. I love the fact that I can be there and they can learn from me instead of from somewhere else because I tell my children all the time, if you're 15, if you're 12, there's nothing that a 15-year-old and a 12-year-old could tell you. So you could come to me. I am an open book. You can ask me whatever you want because I definitely want that door of communication with them because I want them to ask me and I will tell them because I strongly believe in order for our children to know who they are, they have to know, well, it's, it's actually in order for them to know who we are, and then that way they could know who they could become, because that's mm-hmm. important, you know? Because I asked my daughter the other day, I said, if someone told you that they saw me in the streets with some shorts on, with some, you know, my, my booty and all this stuff out, and they said, I saw your mom, and this is what she was doing, what would you think? She was like, I would know that that wasn't you. And I was like, well, what if someone said they saw this crazy lady in public treating the aisles like a runway? She was like, that's my mom. So that mm-hmm. little thing right there, let, that's how important it is for you to tell your children who you are because no one can tell them otherwise because you already give, gift them that. You already gave them that. So no matter what happens, they already know, and so they could either learn from your mistakes or they could go a totally different direction, but at least you'll know it'll be the right direction, you know? Yes, yes, yes. And at least, and let's say that they don't learn from your mistakes, and they already know, you've already told them, and this is this is what's going to happen if you do this. 
So if they decide to do it or not, they've, you know, kids, I'm a kid too, you know, we're going to do and and <laughs> do whatever it is that makes us happy at the end of the day. Um, uh, yeah. I'm guessing since you say you have you have a tween, a teenager, that's where yeah. Girl Talk with Miss Fab Yes, in. Girl Talk is definitely all about her. It's it's about her because we've had our journey, which is normal. Mothers and daughters, you butt heads. You feel like, you know, you don't understand and this and that. Oh, she doesn't. Just all the things that we go through as teen girls. Mm-hmm. So what I did, I wanted to not come at her at, oh, well, don't do this and don't do that. I had to remember you were once 14. You, you, Everything that she was thinking, that she's thinking, you thought. So what I did was I started to look at her in that way. I started to look at her as if she was me because at the end of the day, she's me. So mm-hmm. I was like, what was I thinking at 14? What are What are some of the things that I was going through? Um, and I wanted, so I started addressing her like that, and the walls started coming down. It was, I don't have to call my friends. I could just talk to my mom. I don't have to think about something that I'm not even, you know, sure is right. I could just talk to my mom. So Girl Talk is definitely about her, and when I broke that wall down, I wanted to share it with other mothers. I was like, oh, my God, all we have to do is speak to, to, to them, but not in the way of I'm going to tell you what to do, but I'm going to tell you, hey, I've been there, and I know exactly how you're feeling, and as your mother, I'm going to give you the gift of knowledge so you could know it'll be okay. It, it, it'll be okay. Because right now me and my daughter is talking about insecurity, and she was crying. And I said to her, it's okay. When I was 14, I was insecure too. Most girls are. And these mm-hmm. are some of the things that we just need to teach our girls and speak to them because, you know, these twerk videos and all this stuff is is getting on my nerves. And, oh and, and my I really need, I need mothers to get together with their ba- babies and really just talk. The best girl talk you could have is looking at your reflection. That is the best girl talk that you could have. I'm so glad you brought that subject up because <laughs> I am – I don't know. My parents are Cuban. They're Hispanic. I was raised the strict Hispanic way. I would yes. never in my life, mm. I would never go in my mind that I think that would be right. Just <sighs> recording myself doing these crazy movements that obviously is going to cause the wrong attention. You yes. Know, not only with yes. guys. Because if a guy yeah. sees you publishing that on the internet, it'd be like, all right, I can get that anytime. I mean, that's easy. I mean, exactly. this girl. It's really you dangerous. Know? It's dangerous. And it's, I don't think... These girls are thinking that, but you'll be surprised that most of the time with some of these videos is either their parents. That's what surprises me, and it's oh, usually you see little babies too, and some yeah, and yes. some parents encourage and it's the mothers. Yes, yes, and I'm just like, what is going on? How is that? Because I come from the old school. I'm young, but I have a very old soul, and all I could think about is the way when you're when you're a mother that you become this instant lioness about your babies. And I don't understand how you could do that and think it's okay and then get mad when people's reaction are, you know, something that you don't like. You're pretty much putting that. your child in danger. Yes, or, or get mad or upset when your child at 15 is pregnant. Yes. Because, you know, you've been 
some some people go through it. It's not a bad thing. It's not horrible. Yeah. It happens, you know. But yeah. the, when you when you look back at this child's history, this child they've been painting her nails at the age of five. They've been letting her dye her hair in middle school. They've been letting her do her oh, makeup God. and do whatever she wants. When she, you get me, so then you're yeah. you're surprised when your child is not even when it's just a young teenager and they're already acting like a mature adult when they're really not. So I, not, I I don't think they're speaking up enough. They're not speaking up enough because more than likely they have to watch themselves all over again. But if you do not change that, you have to change it in order to see change. And a lot of mothers are just like, oh, well, that's these kids nowadays. No, that's not these kids nowadays because at the end of the day, Generation X, as they call it, came from us. Mm -hmm. You know, there are chill children. So clearly the issue is us. So we first have to look at ourselves in order to to determine the the solution because too many mothers are not saying a thing. Nothing about our baby girls should be laid out on the Internet for all these people to see. And this is your baby. Your job Mm -hmm. is to protect her. So it's it's almost like you're putting her in the lion's den and you're like, well, I guess you got to figure out how you're going to come out because this is how it happens. No. As her mother, you need to get her out of that lion's den and run. And not mm-hmm. enough mothers are doing that. So girl talk mm-hmm. is to open that door. I want the mothers to ask their daughter something. We're going to have a truth moment. I want the daughter to ask her mother something. I want them to laugh. I want them to communicate. I, I want them to have fun. I just want I just want to bring them together because there's too many mothers losing that relationship with their daughters and that is the most beautiful relationship you could have. Beautiful, mm-hmm. beautiful, beautiful. But you first have to understand that you have to look at yourself too because they're your reflection. Definitely. Um and like you said, at our generation or whatever, I mean, not all, not the whole generation is like that because, like you said, it's the parents. And though some parents, no, I'm not parents. gonna lie, they try they they try their best to raise their child, and at the end of the day, their child is gonna go whichever way they want. But if you really, really try, that percentage lowers. If you yeah. really, really try, and you, you have just, to try exactly, and you put your foot and you and you're strict, and you just try again. And if your your son or daughter just messes up, you just Keep putting their foot on them, and eventually it's gonna stick. Yeah, I feel yeah, like a lot I mean, of parents have given up, you know, um, their raising methods or, or whatever. It's the television. It's everything is just so quick, quick, quick. Um, there's a lot of distractions. Um, a lot of parents are stressed out. A lot of people are focused on finances and not having finances. So definitely. all these distractions are distracting the thing that's the most important in life, which is love and knowledge and and just being with your family. So Mm -hmm. you first have to eliminate all these distractions in order to get to the problem. And, you know, you can't just sit your kids in front of the TV and be like, okay, well, I'm a parent and blah, blah, blah. Raising children takes a village. So when you're really trying to elevate their mind, you have to times that village about 20, about 20, because it's a lot, because they require a lot. So you really have to be a hands-on mother, because any distraction, you'll be distracted, your child will be distracted, and the message will never come through. 
Definitely. And I, you know, the social the social media and the social networks and the internet in general have you know it has the it has evolved so um so quickly like you said in the past yeah. 10 years huh. everything everything has changed so fast from the phone to the internet do you it's remember so when you used to write letters i yes, remember no, writing they, letters do you remember that <laughs> in middle school yeah i mean i'm still, i'm still super young but we used to do that i wouldn't even text i didn't get a cell phone to the age of 14 i know kids yeah. nowadays i have a cell phone at 7 years old or whatever. Oh, please, what drop is by, and they know how to work the computers, and I'm like, oh, my Perfect. God, what is going on here? Yes. But, you know, because everything is just so quick, and it's so easy, and just like with the little girls nowadays, they're more forceful than these boys. Like, yes. I see more girls chasing than I see boys courting, and my 11-year-old son, like, it's it's crazy, but it's so true because at the time when my son was 11, he was like, if I wanted to do something, it would not be hard because the girls, they just don't care. Like, they just do not care. So if this is my 11-year-old son, I am terrified because he said it's just so easy. And he's like an old school, so he's like, you know, back in my day you had to court a girl, and now all you have to do is show up. That's a problem <laughs> for me. That is oh, yeah. a problem for me. You know, so I just want to teach. I, I want to tell them, like, there is such a beautiful, beautiful world out, out there because there's nothing wrong with the world. It's the people in it. But mm-hmm. the world mm-hmm. itself is beautiful, and I, the gift that I want to give my daughter is I want her to know who she is. I want her to know fully who she is before she has a boyfriend, before she goes out there. Like, I just want her to know who she is because that's going to determine every decision that she makes. So I think with mothers, that's the first gift that we need to give our girls. Let them have the ability to find out who they are like completely, so no one can influence them, no one can make them, you know, say and do things that they know they would regularly not do and say, you have to let your kids, you know, know who they are, or yeah. you're going to have a lot of followers, and I'm trying to raise leaders, yeah. so, and you know, it's it's important. And like you said, it's not only girls, it's boys, it's sons and oh, daughters. Oh, yeah, of course. If you have to raise your son smart enough to know, to read a girl. Yeah, smart enough to read a girl where he can look at her and just see the way that she's dressed or the way that she's exactly. looking at him or the way that she's acting in the streets with her friends or whatever. Yeah. And he can tell if this girl is even worth seeing with. Because I've seen, I've met a lot of girls that have ruined guys, young guys' lives because they're just crazy oh, and they just, yes. and they're loose. They're just, <laughs> yes, and they're, they're, so, you know, it's, it's sad, but it's the truth. It's just ridiculous. My son wants a girl that's smart. That's his main priority. She has to be smart, and she can't do the duck lips. She can't be that girl that, you know, he he just doesn't like because he makes fun of the girls on Instagram that's like going to the doctor's office and putting up a peace sign and, like, all those things, like, drive him crazy because he just said, I want a normal girl. I just want a girl that's beautiful, that's smart, that knows she's life, and that. To me as a mother, hearing my son say that, especially nowadays, and everything that they're faced with, I feel honored because I'm like, yes, all I want for you. Because I I wouldn't want anything less. So that's that's, that's just you have to be there. If you work, 
even if it's an hour after work, just to spend with them, just to find out how was your day, what are some of the things that you're facing, it's important. Just just an hour of your time, and I know some because I was a working mom too, going you know doing the nine to five, and you get very clouded and frustrated, and you just want it to be over. You just want the day to be over so you could go back and do it again, and it gets hard. <laughs> But yeah. right now it's important. It's really important because I feel like our babies are, are going less and, and I don't understand what's going on. Yes, and I don't know at what point of life it's, if this has changed like this and in what moment did everything change where where it's just backwards. Everything seems so backwards. And maybe yeah. we say now and at what point of life, but maybe this has been happening for, for centuries, you know, and in I'm other sure parts of the world. And then, yeah, you know, I'm in sure different parts of history. Exactly. So, I mean, I'm, it's I'm honestly sure it has. Because you remember when your parents said you didn't, um, things were different back in my day, and now as a mother I find myself saying it all the time. Yeah, no, I think it's, it's, it's the same thing. If you were raised, like, if you were raised old school, I was definitely raised, raised old school, yeah. even though I'm very young. You know, I'm only 21, yeah. but I was definitely raised a strict way, and I, sometimes I find myself being the mother of my siblings and just, yes. <laughs> and just yes. like you know, pointing on my finger at them. I'm like, "What are you guys doing?" <laughs> yeah, but, but hey, know. to me, old school is always the best school because it's yeah. authentic. So I love old school, and it's not even about oh, you know, I'm I'm gonna get the switch and beat your butt, but old school is just it's just good. Because everything is just too fast nowadays. I don't, like, just slow down, enjoy the scenery, smell a rose, get over it. But you need to just sit down and just breathe because everything is too fast. It's just too fast, and it needs to slow down. Because all these little girls, you know, taking these boy roles and, and chasing them and <laughs> doing all these things, I'm like, what are you doing? Do you know who you yeah. are? You have yes. to know who you you are a young lady. That within itself, you have so much power. You have the key to determine the type of life you want, and you're playing with that. You cannot play with that type of power. You can exactly. be whatever you want, and you and you also can have whatever type of boyfriend or husband you want. But it begins yes. with you. Definitely. So if you're carrying on like a you know like like you crazy, then you're gonna attract crazy people. Definitely. So, Ms. Fab, we're reaching here at the end of our interview. Um, I wish we had more time. If there's anything else you want to say, maybe your social networks and stuff like that. And I would actually, we, we've spoken so much and so detailed that I would love to have you back on the show some other day. Oh, I would love to come back, of course. I'd love to come back, doll. Um, you, the, everyone can find me at Ms. Fab's World on Facebook, also at Ms. Fab's World at Wix.com. Uh-huh, correct. And you got that, the Wix.com? Yes, com. Yes. And also with this event that I'm having May 24th, it's 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 like a baby. Like like I felt like I was in labor and on May 24th I'm going to deliver my baby. Okay. And <laughs> it's it's the beginning of something that I don't want to stop. Because okay. I I want this to keep on going. I want mothers and daughters to get excited, to get dressed up together, get dolled up, feel beautiful and confident, and walk in together. 
you know, and, and that's mm-hmm. just a gift that I want to give people. Okay. Well, everybody can find you. They can go to the Sasha Marina Show blog, and they can find all of Ms. Fab's information, her links, um, more information about her event, or like she said, just find you on Ms. Fab's world um, on Facebook. And just contact her, mother that are interested, daughters that maybe would like to, you might like the idea and might like to go out there with your mom, go ahead and check it out. <laughs> so thank, thank you, you so once much, again, Ms. Fab, for your time. And like I said, I look forward to having you again. Thank you so much. Have a great day. You too. You too. Well, there you have it, everyone. This is Miss Fab. Um, find her at MissFabWorld.Wix.com and MissFabWorld on um, Facebook. Just Google her. I'm sure you'll find her. And thank you so much for tuning in today in today's show. And I hope you liked what we were talking about. There's a lot of topics and a lot of things that are pertaining in our society today. So um, everyone, take care. And thank you so much for tuning in. Bye-bye. At Planet Fitness, you can get down with your judgment-free self. Join for only $1 down, $10 a month, no commitment. Now through January 15th, Planet Fitness has cardio, weights, and locker rooms that sparkle like a glass of New Year's champagne. Only $1 down, $10 a month, no commitment. Now through January 15th, join in-club or online at PlanetFitness.com. Planet Fitness, the judgment-free zone. Offer expires January 15th. Stop by any of our 15 area locations. Annual membership fee applies. Participating locations only. See club for details. At Planet Fitness, you can get down with your judgment-free self. Join for only $1 down, $10 a month, no commitment. Now through January 15th, Planet Fitness has cardio, weights, and locker rooms that sparkle like a glass of New Year's champagne. Only $1 down, $10 a month, no commitment. Now through January 15th, join in-club or online at PlanetFitness.com. Planet Fitness, the judgment-free zone. Offer expires January 15th. Stop by any of our 15 area locations. Annual membership fee applies. Participating locations only. See club for details.